welcome to I'm Not a Fan Unless I Have a Podcast. I'm John Hanford, and uh, I'm pretty excited because I just saw earlier today that King Gizzard is going to be playing an online show uh, for the Poland Rock Festival. Um, so that was pretty cool. The uh, all, I've saw, all I saw was an event on Facebook um, that just said, hey, King Gizzard's going to be playing uh, at some point between July 30th and August 1st, um, and it's going to be an online show. So uh, I'll definitely... Uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll all see the details of that as they um, as they become known uh, and more and more people talk about it. But um, yeah, I just saw that and that was a little bit of good news uh, that I thought, you know, we can all look forward to. It'll be a free show, it looks like, um, that'll be online. Um, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Hell yeah. I'm. It makes me proud to be part Polish. Uh, so yeah, anyway. Uh, we'll get right into this episode today. Um, this is with a guy, Evan, who goes to the University of Maine. Uh, relatively new Giz head. He's been into them for a few years, uh, or, or, you know, for uh, like a year or two. And um, uh, he actually uh, got into them through fish. Fucking virtual background, cutting off my hair. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, uh this guy, he hosts a radio show that's called um, uh, Step Outside Your Mind. It's on WMEB, the University of Maine radio station. Um, and he gets to play all the psychedelic artists he wants to play. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, he's, um, uh, a bit, he's big into fish, Grateful Dead. Um, and it was because of, because of Trey Anastasio that... Uh, he got into um, that. He got into King Giz, so it, it was kind of cool to have him be like, I guess, my first official, uh, you know, crossover fan. Um, and uh, anyway, we had a really fun conversation. It just went. We went down so many different rabbit holes uh, and tangents, and it just flowed and flowed and flowed. I love talking with other radio people because uh, we never shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I will shut the fuck up right now and we're going to get right into this episode because, uh, that is more fun than watching me, uh, just blather. So anyway, here's Evan. You're going to love him. Yeah. Uh, Evan, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, uh, so what's your origin story with, uh, with, with King Gizzard and, you know, how, how did you stumble upon this podcast and everything? Yeah, so I am a huge, like, fish head. Like, I'm, I, like, love fish. Like, I obviously, like, like the Grateful Dead before. That's kind of the, the lineage of, of the jam band. But then I was, like, getting, like, way more into fish. And this was probably, like, last year. And I was reading um, an interview with Trey, who's, like, the, the main guy from Fish. I yeah. think it was, like, a Rolling Stone interview. And he was mm -hmm. just talking about how much he, like, liked King Giz. And I was just – and I, like, definitely – I don't know, just from like Spotify, like, you know, the indie like playlist would like give me a King Giz song. I was like, oh, like, that's cool. But when I was like, Trey was like, oh, this is like my favorite band. Like, like as of like my favorite, like current band. I'm like, damn, like if you're Trey Anastasio's like favorite band, you should, like the probably like Fish is like the weirdest band ever. Like you got to like be saying something interesting. So I kind of, yeah. um, I dove a little deeper and then i work at like the radio station at my college and i have like a psychedelic rock show so oh, king sick. gizzard 
yeah it was really it's like a music show where i just like play music but i was just playing a bunch of king gizzard and i like i still do i don't we're not doing the shows anymore because of COVID. but yeah yeah in, in time there will be king giz on wmeb nice dude uh well yeah so uh um it, you know I, I i could go into the whole radio thing and so let's get to that in a, in a minute yeah. but uh but um i think it's important that i i mentioned just because i like, like yeah, I, I think it's important that I mention on this podcast. I'm a fucking amateur because, um, like, I knew people were talking about like like Trey Anastasio being a, a mm-hmm. big fan of King Giz. I didn't know that he. I didn't know anything about fish. I didn't know that he was mm-hmm. related to that. Like he's like the fish oh, guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it makes a lot more sense now that like why there is so much of a um, like a, a crossbreeding between fans of King Giz and fish. Um, yeah, and even like the dead. I don't know. If, have you heard of Doomsticky? Uh, heard of them? Don't. It's like not it's really. not even like a band, really. I'll, I'll like show you. It's um, it's like a, a guy on Etsy, and he does stickers, and he does this like fish. Oh, sick! King Giz sticker. I don't know if you could see it. Those yeah, like donuts yeah. are fish, and then he has this like dead one, which right. is bears and the gators, which I thought was super cool. That is super. Yeah, that's excellent because. Yeah, like like I've seen a lot of the um, a, a lot of that stuff that's on it's posted on the King Giz fan page. Yeah, on Facebook. definitely. Um, yeah, so, um, <laughs> but I do still feel like extremely self conscious. Uh, like like I feel like one of those people on the street that gets uh, uh, interviewed by Jimmy Kimmel staff, being like, "Have you?" Yeah, and he just says the fan? wrong thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, "Uh," then the wrong thing, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like yeah. So you know what? What do you think of the? Uh, the the voodoo donuts new album and it's like that's a fucking donut shop in portland it's not a band um, <laughs> but but so it's cool so you're uh, um you're you're in college at, yeah at, i'm gonna be a senior at university of maine or nice yeah yeah it's fun do that that's so cool that like you're you're actually getting into music that you legitimately like uh while you're in college at a college radio station like i'm I'm only speaking from experience because, like, like I went to college at Hofstra out of Long mm-hmm. Island, and they've got like a an, an insane radio program. Mm-hmm. And like back back then, I was just into like alternative rock and mm-hmm. you know some classic stuff, grunge. But um, you know, so like I was listening mostly, like I was hosting an alternative radio, you know, radio show, and it's like, mm-hmm. like I was happy to be playing like maybe a quarter of the songs that I got to play every show and um, yeah, but it's cool that like, so is it was a psychedelic rock show your idea? Yeah. You have to like, like the theme of a show has like every show has to have a theme. Yeah. And so I like remember signing up for like a show earlier on and, and I wanted to do like, just, you know, like anything I want. And they're like, Oh, you should like, I got rejected initially. And they're like, you need like kind of more of like a thematic thing. And I was like, damn, I really love the dead. I love the fish. And like, yeah, King Giz and all these like weird kind of like, even like King Crimson I play, just like kind yeah. of like other, like, and I feel like that just has such, like with Giz, there's such like clear DNA between them. So yeah, mm-hmm. I like, I think psychedelic rock, like I know that's kind of a big like blanket of things. Cause like. It's a blanket, but at the same time, it seems as though if, if, if you were to, to just say that your, your show is a psychedelic rock show, like it's still going to be pretty, uh, like it's still gonna be pretty specific like you're not gonna be yeah. playing stuff that people are gonna hate if they're already tuning into yeah. that show yeah exactly and like 
I know King Gizzard is always described to me as like psychedelic rock, but obviously like anyone who listens to them, it's so much like it's psychedelic because they do like drugs or, or like, you know, like I'm sure. I, I mean, like, like the, the, but the, the delay the, effects. But. Yeah. Like that's not like the core of it. And like, yeah, dude, I remember I um, was like, it was a few weeks ago, I was tripping mushrooms and I was wearing like cutoffs and someone like I was talking to some guy who like liked King Gizzard and he was like, oh, Stu McKenzie wears cutoffs. And like uh, that, I was like, dude, are you like, I was like, am I like Stu? Like I was just oh, like, just dude. tearing up. Like that yep. was like, that's the best thing you could have ever said to me. Like <laughs> during this like mushroom trip of me, he's like, yeah, you, like Stu McKenzie, like loves cutoffs. I'm like, oh dude, yeah. Like. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, he, he, lo he lo loves wearing the those cutoffs with his pair of Docs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Dude, have you seen, um, I'm sure you're like, no Amoeba music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you seen their What's in My Bag with King Giz? Yeah, um, I was actually talking about that with somebody uh, uh, a few weeks ago, just like, like it, for the people watching at home. Uh, it, it, we were talking about that on a, a past episode. Um, yeah, I... I I haven't gone back and rewatched that, but I have. I, I fucking love those videos. Yeah, they're oh, dude, like so sad. Like with all the artists, like, like rip. Yeah, and it's like, like since there's like obviously like seven people, there's a, like the you could see kind of everyone's clear cut taste, and then it's like Stu instead of records, he grabs like a t-shirt and like some books, and I was yeah. like, that's just like I feel like that's just Stu, like going kind of like the weirder like thing against the grain. Like I just think that's so interesting. Like and that kind of like. I'm trying to think what was the record like guided by voices which is like a lo-fi kind of like band a lot like it was like a lot of like 12 bar stuff you could see mm -hmm. like dna there was some had um i think ambrose had like the kinks maybe or something like and i you could definitely hear like the kinks and kinks. It's for like, sure it's crazy and that's why i think them and fish kind of share a lot of dna because it's like they kind of do everything yeah and fish does too and well that's cool also that Stu grabbed the book and yeah. t-shirt because like it, it's it's definitely seemed as though the um uh i guess like the structure of king is just Stu is the idea man mm -hmm. and like just thinking the t-shirt's cool or like a, a book um yeah. that has a whole bunch of other shit to just like play with like that's yeah actually it just makes a lot of sense and and then like everybody else just has such amazing you know musicianship yeah and like this and i feel like they have their distinct like musicianship and like you could all like even it kind of just like interplays so interestingly i feel yeah. like and i think i don't know i think king Giz is really cool too because it's it's like i feel like non-accessible like i remember in your like previous episode you were kind of talking about how it's like a musician's band Oh yeah, or like, and it it very much is because there's like just a huge body of work that you could just like kind of like sink your teeth into, and that's kind of like I feel like I only want like a band. It's like the Dead or like Fish, where there's a yeah. giant like thing where you could just like completely nerd out about, and there's like so much stuff that you could just learn. It's I think it's so interesting. Yeah, and what like you know it, it's interesting. It's interesting for me to think about you know what I meant by by them being a musician's band because like what's coming to me right now is like for me as as a musician like like i i also am an empath so mm -hmm. it's just like i i always am trying to get inside everybody's head all the time sure. just because like i want to understand That's... what it's like to be them and it, it's so crazy because like it's just endless because he's <laughs> like the, mm -hmm. uh just like all their songs are so all over the place you know all over every yeah. genre and every genre and like 
it's so many super interesting. In, yeah. Do you are you a fan of like stand up? There's like a comics comic, and I feel like that's oh, kind yeah. of like this like the similar kind of thing. It's like you're not gonna like I don't. I feel like if you don't have a deep deep appreciation for music, like you're just not gonna like King Giz or not gonna want to bother with them because it's like you have to like. I don't know. It's not even like you have to like think about it when you're listening, but it's like, dude, it's I, I just, it's just, it's more than music. It's just, it's a whole different like thing. No, I totally get that. Um, Cause uh, like, like I am a stand up comic <laughs> as well. <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, I'm, I'm, but yeah, like, like that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, I mean, cause well, okay. Not quite. Cause like a comics <laughs> comic, a comics comic is, is just like that comic that's like, so just on that other level yeah um, that, but that's, that's can get like it's, yeah it's well, like appreciating the craft almost i feel like yeah it's it's i guess so yeah because it's like appreciating the craft and and like because typically a comics comic isn't somebody that's ever really gotten a a great paid gig mm -hmm. uh <laughs> yeah it's not the no. most well-known guy i'm doing the hbo you know right. like john mulaney isn't a comics comic he's a right, hilarious but, dude but but like Brody Stevens, for example, um, you know, he like 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 he he uh, died a year and a half ago. But like he was the uh, he, he was like the ultimate guy. Like he basically mm. just lived at the comedy store in LA mm -hmm. and just destroyed every night that he was. Yeah, and just did work. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I feel like obviously I don't think King is and stand ups have like a lot of DNA. But I I don't know. There's a, a certain type like of person to listen to King is, and I feel like when you talk to that person, you're like, oh, that, that he gets it or she gets it, you know, like yeah, she yeah. can appreciate this. And then I also think it's very interesting about whole, like, I kind of mentioned this to you before, but the like Australian psychedelic rock scene is crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't even know. I, I guess it's like, are Aussies just all cool? I feel like yeah, they all well, just like surf and are hilarious and like, yeah, well, don't take like, shit seriously. Yeah, they, they don't, they largely don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, and like, I think, like every Australian person I've met is it's just like they're yeah. they're just traveling uh, or or you know and, and I mean they're just cool chill people like they they take risks there's like mm -hmm. you know if you die you die but like yeah Fuck we it. we're we're trying yeah. to live you know yeah uh, and I don't know I, I have a feeling it comes from uh, just their ancestry being like all prisoners. <laughs> like all, 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 all yeah. outcasts from England, where it's just, just like on some crazy. Yeah, island. like yeah. it's like all right, we're a bunch of shitheads. Uh, wow, we live in a way better climate now. Uh, like, <laughs> let's have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do you like the I mean, Rainbow at all? Do you listen to them? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I, I've, I mean, obviously not anywhere close to as much as I've listened to Giz or any of the mm. Giz side projects. But yeah, like, like like when I'm taking a road trip or something, I'll I'll phone Babe Rainbow. Yeah, they're um like most recent record today it was i i just i love that band too and i know i don't know that like i know their friends i think they're on flightless um yeah. but i don't know how like they really know each other but i think like the babe rambo is like a very uh, another like quintessential like awesome psych rock band from australia courtney barnett yep. is really really talented and she's from australia even like like tame and paul is there beef between king giz people and tame and paula people because i totally feel like there is yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm sure that there is because Tame Impala has like they've achieved all that commercial success, yeah. um, and like also I don't know if Tame Impala is on their own label. Um, I'm but probably on a big. It's definitely I, I, like, um, think, like Sony or something. Yeah, 
so so like I, I feel like if there is beef, there shouldn't be because like mm-hmm. Tame and Paul is the fucking corporate slave. Like uh, yeah. King is like it sucks to be Tame and Paula. Like <laughs> King is is the freest band that there is. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Do, are they, do they just record when they're not touring? Like that's like what I've been reading that they pretty like, much time they're not like. And did you hear the? Uh, do you see the? snippet uh yesterday yeah yeah j- just like one note or like maybe yeah, two beats yeah, total yeah, like, like literally one and, and drum. everyone on like reddit everyone on the comments are just like what is this yeah well and it's clearly micro microtonal yeah, even though even though uh, that's it totally was where they're gonna go which is hilarious like there was only one note that was played and, and everyone is saying microtonal yeah and and like i don't know for a fact that that note was uh uh was a half tone but it's uh <laughs> But 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 like it, it's not um, but like like I just don't know. It, it just seems like it would be uh, part of a microtonal song. Sure. Yeah. Like, just for yeah. Just because you kind of what is your like dream, like fake King Gizzard album that they would just like do? Oh God! I probably you know I think if they if they really went full surf guitar, um, I've, I've okay. been, so I I just uh like i've been feeling you know like all holed up this last week like it's it's been Mm. insane you know everything that's going on around us and just like yeah (laughs) um, and i mean like shit i I was on acid when i uh um what do you call it like when when the riots in la started um so like and i I live two (laughs) hours kindest vibe yeah well oh no no i i saw a ton of love and kindness there it was just a matter of uh uh like just like what the fuck these people have been driven to this point like they, they're just totally yeah. spent emotionally like I, I i so all of a sudden like i got it and like ever since i've been like way a way more vocal ally in the fight against racism it's been mm-hmm. weird but assets may be a better person um as, as it <laughs> often does yeah it's it's, it's <laughs> great um it is. but uh yeah i mean like actually psychedelics completely took me on a totally different trajectory from where i was going but um in a good uh, way Oh my God! For, in the best way possible. <laughs> in the best way, yeah. yeah. Um, I, that, it always happens the same. Yep. I feel like when people, but yeah, so it was life. But uh, I was talking about um, fucking uh, surf. Yeah, guitar. Every, 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 right, surf <laughs> guitar. So I, I was, so I, I made an order. I ordered three records yesterday. Um, off of, uh, uh, I, I ordered them. Oh shit, we lost Evan. Come on back any day now. Um, all right, hang on a second. We gotta let Evan reconnect. Oh, so, yeah, sorry. Uh, no worries, we got you back. Um, so uh, yeah, so so like I, I made this this uh, purchase from uh, from Zia Records in in Phoenix, and because um, uh, like like they have free shipping on records it, or on, on any order over thirty bucks. So I was just like, okay. all right, I'll get I'll get three yeah. records and a T-shirt. And uh, so I, I bought uh, Gumboot, um, I bought uh, uh, Krungbin's uh, Contoto El Mundo, um, and then I bought this, uh, this album of this Japanese surf guitarist, uh, uh, Takeshi Terauchi. Uh, that sounds this? dope. I have not. I'm going to write it down. Dude, How do you spell that? Uh, so it, it's uh, T-A-K-E-S-H-I. And then the last name T E R A U C H I, uh, Takashi Terauchi. 
Damn, I didn't even know Japanese surf rock was a thing, and it sounds dope. Oh, dude, it, it's <laughs> like, you can see where the inspiration for Kikigaku Moyo's sitar came from, mm. uh, because this guy was basically just doing all that shit on a fucking Stratocaster. Like, it was... Damn, that's sick. Yeah, so I, I just ordered a vinyl from him. Like, he's not on Spotify uh, or anything. Like, you can you can check out, like, one or two different songs of his on YouTube, but he's virtually unknown um, in like i i mean like definitely in our generation mm. um and it's funny how i even found out about him like i was uh uh i was at this bar um down in the, in palm desert where i where i do a lot of stand-up and I, and like i ran into this guy he was uh uh he had like a a, a denim jacket on and, and with the rat's nest patch on the mm -hmm. side and i was like nice patch man what's up <laughs> yeah so you then immediately I'll, have to say something <laughs> yeah so so then like uh you know we we go our several ways and then like an hour later or something i catch him outside smoking a cigarette and uh and so then we just start talking gives and and then he's just like oh, but let me tell you about takeshi terauchi <laughs> and uh yeah so it's cool like like now there's this guy and our friends and everything and um wow. uh yeah and, and like you know, it, it was just the coolest thing. Like, I didn't imagine, because, like, I don't know if, if uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Southern California, but, like, um, Palm Desert is, uh, it's not typically, like, a creative community. It's, mm -hmm. it's weird to find a giz head there. Um, okay. And uh, uh, it, it's, it's, like, a lot of people that just like to go drink and party in mm -hmm. the desert. It's, it's pretty reckless. Um, so it's weird to see, to find, like, other like-minded people there mm -hmm. um but yeah it, it was just wild because like he was telling me about uh takashi terauchi and hawkwind and like uh and holy shit have you gone got into uh uh like a hawkwind rabbit hole or anything no i'll write it down hawkwind yeah yeah so cool. yes yeah, so that's a surf rock no so hawkwind was uh, uh they're the first ever space rock band um oh, yeah so like uh, like 1971. Um, okay. So Stu was really into them. Like, like uh, if, if you listen to their their first album, uh, In Search of Space, there's that song, Master of the Universe. And uh, and like Stu will quote that uh, when they go into Robot Stop sometimes. Oh, okay. um, damn. And uh, like he'll just quote the, the lyrics from it. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. But that was, uh, I think it was Lemmy's first band. Like like before he started Motorhead, mm. like way before. Uh, damn. So you're, get, you're getting like acid uh space rock with lemmy's fucking heavy like rocket like bass riffs damn that sounds sick it, oh my god it was not like heady like very like uh cerebral Dude, I, I listened to i listened to that album on lsd and uh and immediately i was just like okay i clearly understand not on infinity now because <laughs> this is entirely the inspiration um the loop yeah yeah oh it, it's like it wasn't a the loop wasn't, but just the, like the continuous, just, uh, you know, one track into the next and just like yeah. every, like each track sounds like it's never going to end. Um, th there's just some like just raw power about it. That's just super cool. Yeah. It's just like a unique way of putting out a record. Like, I feel like not, you know, like bands are like, why, you know, let's have like a three minute song. Yeah. Like, a, a ver like that's just such a, you're like literally turning it on its head. Like, it's so interesting and it's, it's it's just so funny to me because like you know that's right after uh the hippie the hippie phase or the hippie movement and everything mm. and 
you know, like I guess Black Sabbath is just starting to become popular, and like I guess Motown and uh, and and disco's coming up. And these guys just decide to start singing about space. Like <laughs> it's the funniest thing. A different vibe, yeah. I mean, completely. Just like just like all this shit here on Earth, like all the soul stuff. No, nah, no, nah, we're we're yeah, fuck it. Way out, you know, <laughs> and uh, oh, it, it, it's so funny. Um, yeah, to th- to think about it like that, because like. The, that's like all they're talking about is just space space um, man <laughs> and like i'm not like i i fucking got a c plus in in college astronomy <laughs> like like i'm i have like yeah. i'm fascinated by space but like i don't think i'd ever write lyrics to it because like i'd worry too much yeah, about being hard <laughs> yeah i don't want to be inaccurate <laughs> um but but yeah man uh so, so you mentioned Babe Rainbow, uh, Courtney Barnett. Um, uh, are, are there any American um, art, uh, psychedelic artists that you've been listening to? Craig, what's that? I never know how to say. Craig, Craigbin, Krugbin, Krugbin, Krugbin. They're cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. They're totally the Alalas. You know them? They're kind of like yeah, yeah. surf rock. Yeah, I've, uh, I've seen the Al- the Alalas a couple times. Um, I like their albums more uh really <laughs> yeah it's too bad but uh do they jam or is it just like not really they just play the song straight through and don't really do yeah. much on stage it's like yeah they, they well, there's I'm... so there's so much there like there's so much potential yeah i'm surprised they wouldn't yeah because they do like instrumental like pretty like heady kind of stuff like i figured they would yeah like they just don't have uh like they could definitely benefit from a visual artist um, yeah you know and like I'm surprised that they haven't tried to, you know, go down that path because like they, mm-hmm. they're I'm sure they're friends with a ton of artists. Like they're from yeah, LA, people. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, like there's no, <laughs> there's like no excuse yeah. in my opinion. But um, yeah, the, so like those those guys are cool. Um, um, I'm into Goose. Do you know that? Do you like jam bands? That, they're kind of like a, a pretty up and coming jam band from Connecticut. I don't know if it's interesting, like, but they they jam. They do a bunch of uh, they're like fish or like the dead, but, but I don't know. I feel like there was a resurgence of like jam bands in like the nineties, which was like Umphreys and like string cheese. And I don't like love that kind of thing. I, I just, but then I think Goose is doing something very cool. Yeah, that's cool. I, I've, I've never heard of them. Uh, it's, it's just G O O S E. Yeah. Goose. Nice. They're worth checking out. They're really, it's yeah. like a fun band to listen to. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely give them a listen. Um, yeah. Have there been any bands that King Gizzard has introduced you to, um, like a, a side of, uh, like outside all those, of Australian all bands? All those Aussies. Um, yeah. I, like, kind of checked out a little of that Turkish, what is, like, the, uh, it's, like, not folk music, but it's... Uh, I, I know what you're talking about. It's, yeah. Uh, but it's, like, the inspiration for my, yeah. uh, Flying My Cachano Banana, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I always hear, like, of people saying, like, oh, like, listen to, like, or, like, it's so Turkish. I'm like, what? Like, I didn't even know, like, I don't know. I remember looking at a comment from some vi- King Giz video, and it's like, oh, these guys, like, sound like they're from Istanbul in the 60s. And I was mm-hmm. like, that is, like, a, I just would not have thought, like, King Giz sounds like an Istanbul group in the 60s. Like, I just would never have thought that. And then I listened to some of that. That's super interesting. That, yeah. like, uh, Turkish. Like, I just don't even know their, like, influence. Like, you know, it just seems so far-reaching. Like, yeah, I mean, because it seems like they're endlessly open to yeah, and that's being influenced. Yeah, like, and they're, and, yeah, exactly. Like, 
I don't know, like paper mache, like it's just so interesting, man. Paper mache, I think it's so, like just the stark contrast between that and like Infest the Rat's Nest, and that's like the same band mm-hmm. and under like like a five year span. Yeah, it's almost like unbelievable that they would release those two records. Like, and and also those two records, despite sounding drastically different, they they feature like some of the best drumming from, from yeah. Mickey Cavs and, and, and Eric, uh, although technically Eric isn't given any credit on, uh, <laughs> on paper mache. Um, but yeah, I, I mean like, and I guess he wasn't even on, uh, on, on Infest or Atzest either. Really? So Cavs, Ca- yeah. Cavs really fucking owned it. Uh, <laughs> um, Damn. but, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, um, I mean, those albums are great. Sketches is another good one. Do yeah, and I meant to ask you this. And the, do people talk shit about sketches? I feel like on your podcast, I hear uh, on the podcast, not at all. Not like, like that. They're talking shit, but then like the Giz heads are like, "Oh, sketches!" Like it's not like. Well, you know, I, I've talked about this, uh, you know, once or twice um, on here. But one one of the most fascinating things to me about the the fan page on Facebook is is just how like back in 2018 when i first got on it like everybody's just always just constantly talking shit about sketches and then Why, all- dude, i like love sketches yeah, dude. i think well, it's sick so the thing is i didn't get into sketches for for a few months um really like, yeah like, like i think I, that is one of the most like digestible of the king is just because it's like psyche kind of like jazzy like vibey like yeah, well, you see, like now, now that I am into jazz and stuff, like I would yeah. be able to, I would definitely be able to stomach it. But like my first time listening to it, never dabbled at all in jazz. And have and you I listened was, like, to this? Was much, you know, Headhunters by Herbie Hancock, that record? No, I'm like I think, I, dude, oh man, like Herbie was like with the like played with Miles Davis in the 60s, mm-hmm. and then he had like a big like synth kind of like electronic resurgence in the 80s oh interesting. and I, i've definitely seen Stu where uh, uh had like a herbie hancock headhunters like that record i think is like very similar to sketches just because it's like it's spacey but it's intentional and i feel like yeah. that's what's cool about like sketches it's it's a clean album but they kind of go on the journey oh for sure i mean like I a mean, weird it's... journey I mean, I mean, honestly, sketches is is about the closest thing to an acid trip uh, that I think you could get out of any Giz album. Um, That's uh, like just walking around your town. I would love, I would love a poster of sketches, and then your quote saying that because that is the best way to describe it. Yeah. And how how much do you think the Mild High Club is that just one dude? I'm not sure. I think Uh, it's 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 multiple guys, um, but it's like the main guy from Mild High Club. uh, He just. I think he just uses that as a moniker. Yeah, yeah, um, it's like um, or a pseudonym Tim or Paul. whatever. Yeah, yeah. How much do you think? Like, I obviously that record could not have been made without the Mild High Club. But like, mm-hmm. what influences did you like? How do you think that would have been different if he wasn't on the project? You know, I mean, it. I I think, you know, this is totally just just me. Uh, yeah. just my thoughts speculating yeah complete speculation um pure unbridled speculation like like i think um uh he sort of he brought he probably brought in mild high club because um like like they had brought them to Gizfest, uh and okay. and i think i think they were just hanging out with them um and they just and like it was just from that that they decided like yeah maybe we should collaborate um 
but also I, I feel like as a reason why you'd want to collaborate with Mile High Club, <clears throat> like that album was tackling something that's really difficult. Like you're a Sketches? rock band. Yeah, like you're a rock yeah. band and you're gonna try and do a complete full on, you know, like like acid jazz album. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm sure Giz would have done fine on their own, but mm -hmm. I, I feel like ha bringing in that extra guy, um, like really, it, it, I think it helps to give it like a little more personality and maybe give mm -hmm. it like, um, uh, like maybe have him taken on, you know, just a direction that King Gizzard can't really control themselves so mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, like it's, uh, I mean, and then at the same time, it's a cool way to, to collaborate, you know? So it's, Yeah, oh yeah, that's uh, um, yeah. What I, would I be feel like a dream collaboration? Oh, oh God, dream collaboration. I, I would love to see King Gizzard do something with, um, uh, fuck it. If they did something with Kikigaku Moyo, I think that would be sick. Cool. That would uh, be really sick. It, it would also be feasible. Uh, <laughs> but, but like, like, or, or honestly, something like I would, I'm a huge Eggy Pop fan. I would I love, totally see that. I, I would, would love yeah. to see them do something because, or like do like a concert or something. I could totally see that. Oh yeah. Well, it's interesting. Iggy pop has been really into, into a uh, tropical fuck storm, um, which is another, you know, flightless band. And, mm. uh, um, and it's, it, it only seems like a matter of time before he discovers King Giz. Because mm. <laughs> like, he's, uh, he's been like taking all these bands under his wing, sort of like just, or, like he he has a radio show of his own that he uh where he just plays all this new is that music. like serious um it might be, i honestly don't know okay um but but he has a radio show where where like he started he started playing tropical fuckstorm uh and also like the death valley girls where which are another american um uh psych band i like them a lot death and, valley girls i've never heard of them yeah they're 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 pretty cool um they're they're sort of garagey uh but they um but yeah so like it, it seems like something that he would be willing to do also mm -hmm. just uh like iggy pop is also a really prolific artist himself like mm -hmm. he's got all these different sounds you know yeah going back from like stooges into the idiot and bra power and uh and and then like some of that synthy stuff in the 80s you know mm -hmm. um super cool i like i would like to see another king giz album that's you know sort of along the vein of uh of murder of the universe where it's narrated mm. and have iggy pop do the narration like that would be, that would be cool so i mean because like, he's got one of the most powerful voices mm -hmm. uh in in the world like 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 i would prefer iggy pop to narrate my life over morgan freeman um <laughs> what about david attenborough uh okay <laughs> see then then you're like oh asking the tough uh, yeah yeah <laughs> son of a bitch but if we're going but if we're going in by continent uh sure then <laughs> we can just divide it up yep oh my god yeah that would be great but um i don't know I, I ultimately like when it comes to thinking about what king gizzard's gonna do next I'm just like Jesus, take the or Stu, take yeah, the wheel. Yeah, like, like just I do don't whatever. Worry about that. Yeah, you're fine. Like you know what you've been doing and you're doing it correctly. Yeah, and, and like you know, in, in addition, because like like I'm 
I'm a creative guy. Like I do a lot of podcasts and then I also play music and then I also mm. do comedy. So it's like, I'm, I've, I've constantly got ideas just in my head and shit. Mm. Um, and like, I've wanted to, uh, to like write more music and everything. And so like every time I find myself asking a question, like, what would you like to see King Gizzard do? I'm just like, well, wait, maybe I should be asking myself, what would I like to see myself <laughs> yeah. do? Uh, and then, hey, maybe I'll found some direction. Uh, but. but I feel like in your, in life, especially in like in music and anything creative, I've been like, I don't know, I draw a lot and I try to like write and stuff. And now like ever since listening to King Gizzard, you're like, how could I like make this a bit, just different and i feel like that is like i don't know the kind yeah. of giz mindset of like what can i do that like not everyone does to kind of like spice it up because that's why i don't know giz is so prolific yeah i mean it, it's it's funny it's like it's like they're taking jfk uh just you know ask not what music can do mm. for you ask what you can do for different the yeah, music. it's like that that just seems to be sort of the mantra that uh that King gives. And I, I guess like a lot of those prolific artists mm -hmm. just live by. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. It, it's a cool way to look at it, you know? Um, <laughs> but uh, I, th I think we'll, we'll wrap up soon, but, um, okay. uh, but, but before I let you go, um, I just wanted to ask you, uh, you know, is there anything that's been on your mind that you've been thinking about uh, music wise that, that we haven't discussed on, on this podcast? I did want to bring up not kind of music wise, but merch. What oh, do you yeah, think yeah, about? Because I think like I don't know, I'm a huge like jam band fan, and the the big like lot thing, like the lot scenes, a lot of like homemade kind of yeah. like t-shirts. And I was looking at like at the merch bar website. I don't know if you know them to get like a Giz shirt, but it's mm -hmm. like they all do it from Australia. So I think it would be a cool kind of thing for like Giz fans to do, and like that's like Doomsticky guy to like make more like Giz shit because I think that's like awesome. Like kind of yeah. like crowdfunded, like fan made, like stuff or like cool like art posters and like patches, well, stickers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because like there are already a lot of people just doing that stuff, and like they've got their Etsy shops, and mm. uh, or sometimes they don't even have an Etsy shop, and they'll yeah, like they just post it in like, the fan page. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, wait, so so I, I forgot to ask you your timeline for being a Giz fan, because um, like. Because, like, you, you mentioned, like, last year is when you started getting into them? Or... Yeah, like, last – I, like, kind of listened to them – I don't know. I forget. Like, But, like, last year I, like, made a point to listen to them. And then, like, kind of, like, almost – I don't know. Probably, like, the last few months I've been, like, I'm in. Like, Oh, yeah. I was, like, oh, like, King Giz is, like, a cool, like, psych rock band that I play on my show. I don't even know what, like – I think I had, like – I was doing Mushrooms, and I was, like <laughs> – I don't I kept like I try to like catch like uh, a feeling or something and then I was like I don't know I just made a big playlist of, of like music and I don't know I just got to like shit just like fine I was like I sound so like spacey um no no you, you, like, it, makes it sense. like found me like you know like I was like I was blind but now now I could see like I was like how did like this band is so like important I feel like and I'm like how, why wasn't I like this big of a fan now like i'm just like reading everything i can like i want to be doing your podcast like trying to like make king giz shit like i don't yeah. know like it just i feel like the bug like works your way and it's just so easy to, like because they're so accessible they like have a ton of albums like all the kexp shit is 
brilliant. Like yeah. the Murlocs are are sick, and they have like what three records and a few mm-hmm. like. Uh, I think Murlocs have uh, five records actually. Yeah, see, uh, and, like, and, and yeah, the, their last one that came out uh, uh, last year, Manic Canada episode, is I think their best. Uh, and then like I was like, oh, like King is a sick, and then Chunky comes out, and I'm like, <laughs> wow, they're better live. Oh, like, I didn't yeah, even, yeah, think, yeah, I didn't even like think about insane it. Like, live. <laughs> yeah, and I saw them. I saw like the Infesta. I saw them last summer in New Haven mm-hmm. at College Street, and there was like oh, the cool, Infesta cool. Rassets. And I'm not like a huge like metalhead, and that was a, a predominantly like metal show. Yeah. So it, I was like, I was kind out. of, in, yeah, I was kind of intimidated. I was like, oh, this is like a good show. Like these guys are cool, but that was like kind of before I was really, really into it. And then like Chunky comes out, and then like just like it's just such like it's so sick and then i listened to their other two live records like live in brussels uh, they're on yeah. like band camp they're not yep. even on like spotify but i just thought i don't know i think chunky is sick like it just like it's at the same time like very soulful like let me mend the past when ambrose like is oh, like yeah. that is like i that's probably my my favorite song on the record but then there's like these like qu- the quarantine kind of like spacey like yeah. synth jam like i think that it's just so interesting and then they do like like planet b like it's it's i'm like this concert like it's I everything mean, it's every every box it checks off it's crazy yeah uh did, did you uh, manage to watch uh oh, it was before okay. oh my the biggest regret of my life is they, yeah. they did the limited thing right and it, it's gone it's in the ether yeah i mean it'll be back eventually but it'll uh, be back eventually but, but i'm yeah. like i was I, home like internet page after internet page trying to find it and it is not anywhere yeah yeah i i watched it um like, like I, I i bought the you know 48 hour rental and i, mm-hmm. I watched i watched it four times like, yeah, was, yeah uh, dude, i would have like back to back to back yeah i pulled an all-nighter <laughs> watching it yeah like yeah it, it was just one of those things where i was like i need to take this all in because it's fucked up how they're doing us like this and uh <laughs> but it's so it is like i feel like it's like yeah. get it while you can like i mean it, it, and also it when cooler. they yeah and just before infest the rat's nest came out um they king gizzard did something weird with their instagram page i don't know if you saw this but they deleted every single post really and and, and, and it. It, it was like a week before infest the rat's nest came out they deleted every post you know so as if to to like you know self-immolate their content and um uh and then they posted like the just a video of the rat's nest sculpture um mm. with, with evil star in the background and um That's yeah i mean it was just like it, it was such a mysterious just spooky real gutsy call by them to be like hey guess what king gizzard of the past is no more like yeah and then here's the crazy fucking metal album oh yeah and because that's the i don't know that's also like as a fan that's a, a awesome part of like you don't know what they're gonna do but you know it's gonna be awesome yep I, and like you know that they're just gonna keep playing together and getting better and like releasing more music and doing bigger like giz fest like there's nowhere to go but up for them and i feel just so lucky that we're on like the cut like we could get in to this band like in real time i feel so fortunate for sure and the fact that uh um uh forgot what i was gonna say happens uh <laughs> yeah podcasting life yeah podcasting life and and pothead life i yes oh, uh, like i was oh, oh yeah. my god i was just about to pack a bowl like an hour before this started i was like oh wait no i got a thing 
And uh, no, literally, I was like, I gotta stay sharp. No, same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be like, like I'm already spacey enough, man. Like. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like I, I take a, you know, like, like I overall have a good long-term memory. Uh, so like, like I do take a, a lion's mane mushroom capsules every day. Wow. Um, just to, to prevent dementia from ever setting in but um uh yeah that's it's great for focus uh help me get off of adderall but um nice. anyway yeah I, I, whatever thought it was i think it's gone um but uh oh wait i got it um oh yeah that lines right. man it, it always comes through in the clutch um yeah what, what i was gonna say is just like what's so cool about king is and just like listening how they they're always doing new shit it's like they're doing just trust fall after trust fall with their fan base. Like with and their every... fan base is so supportive and aw- like they what? could do uh, anything. They could sing the phone book and we'd all just be like, Oh, but you know, it, 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 exactly. But it goes all the way back to like, just, I mean, all the way back to like sketches, you know, how initially people were just like, Oh, this sucks. Like what the mm-hmm. fuck are they even like, it's cool. You're trying to do something, but failed. It's okay. Mm. Um, and then like, sure enough, more people listen to it there's oh wait no there's actually like a masterpiece Um, yeah and uh but that's uh, like high art you kind of have to like sit with it you like yeah i don't know there's not it's not an easy life being a king a giz fan i feel like there's a lot of material to wade through and you're not gonna love all of it that's just like i you're happy that they do it I mean, what, what's so great about king gizzard is that like we're able to to act like all these real stuck up rich art snobs in new york but we're all broke and just snobby as fuck like it's great <laughs> so, yeah no um, there's you know, yeah but but it's it's nice because we're like we're able to bring uh just that way of of thinking about art and consuming it um you know like th- really chewing on it to like get uh-huh. all the you know the notes you know like like a like an aged glass of wine or something yeah but um, then you get you know, take some mushrooms at the show and go in a mosh pit and have yeah. sweat your face off and have the best night of your life. Like, for sure. But then again, like appreciate this like otherworldly art at the same time. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. They're a real multi-dimensional band and <laughs> enjoyable in all <laughs> states of mind. Um, all states, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Hey, well, Evan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, and, man, this um, was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, definitely. And uh, and so. Again, uh, can you plug your, your show at the uh, Oh yeah, with, um, with the University of Maine? It's called Step Outside Your Mind. It's a psychedelic rock show on WMEB, 91.9 FM, Orono, Maine. Cool. Uh, do you guys stream online at all? Yeah, we do. Cool. So that's Check uh, it out. Uh, WME, at WMEB91.9.com. You could find cool, it. Cool, cool. If you're looking. Sweet. Awesome, right, man. man. Thank you so much for the time and uh, yeah, en- enjoy. Course. Stay safe. Yeah, it was good talking to you. Take it easy. Cool. Take it easy, man.